Praise the Lord, Spirit and Truth Worship Center family. My name is Joshua Koppel, and today my podcast is titled, All Are Welcome. I'll be reading the parable of the Great Feast from Luke 14, verses 15 through 24. Hearing this, a man sitting at the table with Jesus exclaimed, What a blessing it will be to attend a banquet in the kingdom of God. Jesus replied with this story, A man prepared a great feast and sent out many invitations. When the banquet was ready, he sent his servant to tell the guests, Come, the banquet is ready. But they all began making excuses. One said, I have just bought a field and must inspect it. Please excuse me. Another said, I have just bought five pairs of oxen and I want to try them out. Please excuse me. Another said, I now have a wife, so I can't come. The servant returned and told his master what they had said. His master was furious and said, Go quickly into the streets and alleys of the town and invite the poor, the crippled, the blind, and the lame. After the servant had done this, he reported, There is still room for more. So his master said, Go out into the country lanes and behind the hedges and urge anyone you find to come so that the house will be full. For none of those I first invited will get even the smallest taste of my banquet. So the parable of the great feast is one of my favorite parables because it shows that the great man who is throwing the feast is Jesus and he wants everyone to come to the feast. And you can, you can see the feast as heaven, you can see the feast as the church on earth, you can see the feast as a relationship with God, but the point is, all are welcome. Jesus, when he was born on this planet, when he came to earth, he didn't just get born in the house of some rich, famous person, or a king, or an emperor, or some pharaoh. Jesus was born in a very lowly station, and he came for every person on this planet. And that's probably why the elite weren't a big fan of him. And it's not saying that Jesus isn't allowing any room for the elites or millionaires or billionaires or those at the top of society like presidents and kings and emperors. That's not what it's saying. But what it's trying to say is that Jesus has built a church family that is open to all members. And it says right here, that first group, it says that it is open to those who are crippled, the blind, the lame, the poor. It doesn't matter your station in life. It doesn't matter what you're going through. It doesn't matter your lifestyle. Everyone is welcome. And the nice thing is, God does expect us to grow and change as with any relationship. When, when you get married, you're going to have to change a few things about yourself for that person you're marrying. Because they're going to need some stuff like you can't be leaving the trash out everywhere. You can't be not picking up after yourself. You're going to have to do some things that maybe you're not used to when you're alone, but when you're with that person, you change. It's the same with God. When we join in a relationship with Jesus Christ, when we join a church family, we do change some things about us for the better. Always remember it's for the better. It's not just for, for no reason. There is a plan. There's a purpose. It's for the better. And when we make these changes though, the nice thing is God allows us to make it as we grow in our time. So he invites the poor. He doesn't say, get rich and then come. He invites the crippled. He doesn't say, hey, when, when you're feeling better, when, when you're not crippled anymore, when you've been healed, all right, then you come to church. He invites the blind. He doesn't say, hey, you, you got to be able to see to come to our church services. 
he invites the lame. So the point is, God has made a very welcome place at our churches. And we know that. We see it all throughout the Bible. Jesus ate with sinners. Jesus hung out with the people, the tax collectors who no one liked. And it's almost tax season here in America. And Jesus did all these things to prove that he loved every single creation he had made. He's a great God. He, he's not... He's not someone who picks and chooses and cuts out everyone else. And that's why we, as the church, must take after our Savior. We cannot have a us for no more attitude. We can't keep this locked in. We are a city on a hill, yes, but the city on a hill that we are in, it must be a bright, brilliant, beautiful place, but there must not be a moat, and there must not be alligators, and there can't be, you know, people guarding the walls, there can't be soldiers blocking the entrances, this city on a hill must be open to newcomers. It's got to be open to those people in our neighborhoods, in our schools, in our classes, in our workplaces, our co-workers, the people living across the street, the people that you run into every day at restaurants. We must be welcoming. This church must be welcoming. Our family must be welcoming. And if you see a new visitor, if you see a guest, or if you see a returning person that maybe just hasn't been in a long time to church, be welcoming. Smile. Say, hey, I'm glad to see you here. I love you. Let them know that you care about them because if people know that we care about them, they'll know that they're welcome and they'll know that they can belong, grow, connect, and serve in the kingdom of God. There are a lot of people in this world who have a messed up view of Jesus. They have a messed up view of Christianity. They have a messed up view of the church. They, they are tired of, of hearing about things that they just they are not not a fan of we've got to be welcoming we've got to be loving like Jesus and we've got to show them true Christianity we've got to show them a true walk with God anything that they got messed up with in the past anything they dealt with some some weird pastor somewhere some weird church whatever that stuff is that is not here today that is not how our church is that is not how God meant for the church to be. And so we've got to work on being as welcoming as possible. If you see someone new, say, hey, you know, I, I want to get to know you. Let me take you out to eat. Let me let me get some takeout and, and then we can go sit at a park or something. Go do that. Teach them a Bible study, but show that you care. Show that you are loving. Show that you are like Jesus because we are all called to be like Jesus. And we must make sure that our church is a welcome place. Because in this 21st century, in this time, we have to be open to all different kinds of people. We cannot just seek after the people who think like us. We can't just go after the like-minded ones. We can't go after the people who vote like us. We can't go after the people who, who just, they believe the same things about Christianity as us. That's not who we're trying to save. We must seek and we must save the lost. This great banquet, this heaven that we are all going to make, we want to make this a family affair. We want to make heaven together, and we want to make it with every single person that we run into in our lives. And you may think that's outrageous, that's too much, I don't, I can't save my whole school, I can't save my whole work. Yes, it's a wonderful idea, I know God could do it, but it's, it's just not going to happen. That is the wrong mindset, we've got to change that, we've got to be welcoming, we've got to be loving, and we've got to do our part because Jesus needs some tools, Jesus needs some workers. He needs some servants, like the servant in this story, who do what he says in his word and who follow him with our whole heart, soul, and mind, with everything we got. So 
as we finish today, remember, all are welcome. This church family, these life groups, these Sunday services, these events, these these different Bible studies, these things that we do, this prayer on Saturday, this is open to this community. We are open to this community. We are open to this city, to this county, to this state. We are open and we need to be welcoming to everyone who would cross our door, who would cross our path in this life. Let me pray of you as we finish today. Lord Jesus, I plead your blood over anyone listening, Lord Jesus, right now to the sound of my voice. I pray that you would send your angels about them. Let them feel your presence. Let them answer the call. Let them not be like those first people invited in the great banquet, Jesus. Let them be like anyone who went to that banquet, Lord. And then let them invite someone else, God. Let's invite people. Let's invite them to our life groups to visit. Lord Jesus, they can just sit in one or two. They don't have to commit to all of them. Just come to one. See what it's like. They can visit our church. They can come and pray with them. They can meet at their house. They don't even have to be in the building for that first visit. Come to my house. Let me pray with you. Lord, I pray that these people would do all that you have called us to do. And then I pray that they would give you all the glory and all the honor because we know that it is your Holy Spirit that's really doing the work. We're just being the tool, God. We're just being the mouthpiece. And I give them, Lord Jesus, all my love today. I pray that they would have a blessed, blessed week. In Jesus' name, amen.